last time on Join the Party. We meet our characters. Aggie, the caretaker of the Lake Town Historic District and the super for all of the first residence bungalows. Milo, a museum educator at the Futurism Museum who can talk to spirits like his ghost cat, Tuna. And Val, five feet of Italian anger and punk spikes who works at the oldest pizza place in LTC, Dominic's. All three of our characters are compelled to go to the charity auction at the First National Bank downtown. As the bidding begins, the doors of the bank burst open as a crew of goons wearing mountain lobster masks scream at everyone to get back and let them do what they're doing. What will our characters do? Do they remember how attack bonuses work? Is Tuna going to be okay? Let's get the party started. Stick up. We're taking all of this stuff back because it's ours. And I want all of us to roll initiative. 19. Uh, that's an 8. Julia, I also got 8. Why are we twinsing? I don't know. Twins, uh, twins on my higher ones, please. Yeah. All right, so these bank robbers and thugs wearing mountain lobster masks have just dropped a flashbang into the auction hall. What does a lobster's face look like, though? It kind of just looks like a, you know, the bubblegum shrimp company. It's yeah. like the face of those shrimps, bad, but that's just bad. the face of it, hundred percent. So everybody is kind of like either blinded and disoriented or just freaking afraid. Everyone is kind of like crouched down in the crowd uh, where Val and Milo are. The auctioneer is ducked behind their podium, and the stuff is just all out. Three of the thugs are in the auction area at the moment. Aggie, you are currently outside of the bank. You can go into the main bank, and then you take like a right, and on the right side of the building is where the auction hall is. So we're gonna do our first initiative. We're gonna do our first fight, everybody. Yay. Yay, Yay. let's go kick some ass. But of course, because I have feelings about initiative, we're gonna do this a little differently. Because the thugs obviously have a job to do, and they are doing whatever they're doing, but they seem like they're sticking up the bank and the people there, they know what they're doing. They are on a plan. This is like a heist for them. They are running in, they're kicking ass. So for everybody else, I'm putting a 30 second timer on you figuring out what to do in order to keep things going. If you miss your turn or you go over 30 seconds, your turn is just delayed. It is pushed back after the next person who goes and that can include the enemies uh, who are there and then you are stuck in that new initiative. For example, if Aggie, you, you go first, but if you miss it, you might get pushed back behind the enemies. Also, a thing that I want to do, because this always bothers me in Dungeons & Dragons content, let's all say everybody's classes <laughs> so we just know. I know we have an after party. We're going to get into it. But just like functionally, I would love to have everybody be able to talk about their classes. And then as you do stuff, your subclass might come up. Whoever wants to go first. Val is a Path of the Battle Rager barbarian. Aki is a Way of Tranquility monk. Milo is a uh, reskinned circle of spores druid. Yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. We uh, we're gonna talk about what the hell was going on with Milo at another point, but it is uh, we combined the circle of spores with a different 
subclass to make it more about fucking ghosts. About fucking ghosts? About oh. just oh, banging that ghosts. That does not happen. <laughs> All right, so is everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock, and Aggie, go. I'm going to run after the robber that I disarmed into the bank and try to knock him out so that he can't participate in the, the heist. All right, cool. So do you want to trip him, or you just want to, like, engage him again? Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and grip the end of my walking stick and do a little, like, twist and pull action, and the cap comes off, and it's a spear. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stab him in the shoulder. Hey, oh, what? my God. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So that just is... walking around the city with a spear? You know, Julia, you never know when you need something very sharp to, like, <laughs> cut down a tree branch that is potentially hurting people. Sure. You know, on the electronics, when you have to hit the reset button, it's very small. Mm-hmm. It's very useful. All right, got 12 plus 5 for 17. That hits. Excellent. That is 1d8 plus 3. Got 7 damage. All right. As a monk, I get to do an unarmed strike as a bonus action after my attack, so I'm oh. going to go ahead and roll for that. You're... Just do a little, do a little shove. I uh, got a 12. 12 does not hit. Okay. So you stab him with the spear in the shoulder. He's like, hey, what the hell? Uh, but you try to get him with your el- like an elbow up, and you, you are, aren't able to connect. Well, whatever remaining movement I have, um, I'm going to continue running past him, assuming that he is hopefully limping or down, to try to see what's going on inside the main auditorium. All right, make a dexterity roll to see if you can avoid him without him taking an opportunity attack on you. 15. I'm going to do a dexterity. He rolled a three, so you run on by. Good job. There's like another 40-foot hallway that connects the main bank building to the auction area. So if you're running to the main bank area and you're going to take a right at that hallway, so you're in the hallway, you aren't able to make it back to everybody else yet. Okay, so let's use a key point to dash, which doubles my movement speed so that I can make it into the auditorium proper. Let's go. Amanda, fucking metagaming. All right, um, make a perception check. 13. Okay. As you are running down the hallway, you see that you can take a left. There's like a fork in the hallway. And to the left, you can go towards the offices and the vault. And then if you go straight, you go on to the auditorium. I think my duty here is to make sure this event is going well. So I'm going to prioritize the safety of... Uh, no, I'm just saying like that's that's what I'm concerned about right now. Not the not the vault. I'm hoping that the bank has security. So I'm going to go for the main auditorium. You're like going to the auditorium and you're like, who needs a refill? No, I want to protect and serve. Is, there, is everyone having a good time? <laughs> I'm having All a blast personally. Artifacts. <laughs> no, I just thought that was really sweet. That was very cute. All right. So I'm going to do the thugs. So there are three of them in there. So these guys are wearing all black plus the pink mountain lobster mask they have on. One of them is holding a shield that looks like it's made out of some sort of wrought metal. It seems pretty lightweight and easy to carry. And the guy holding the shield also has one of the electrified sticks, much like what Aggie was fucking around with the other guy with. There is another one who hits a button on his chest and a jetpack pops out of his backpack. And he flies up on the jetpack. He's not very stable on it, but he flies up on the jetpack just to get like a survey of the whole room and to see uh, what's happening there. You uh, can't get that in New York City now, can you? So he's like, oh, 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 oh. So he's like going over to the right and go over to the left and just trying to be stable while the guy with the shield is done, kind of just like threatening everybody. One of the other guys is holding a bag over his shoulder. 
And he's looking around and he's saying, hey, uh, uh, he talks to the other guy. He's like, hey, where, where's Crawdad? Where is he? Where, there are four of us. Where is he? And the other two, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And one of the one on the jetpack is like scanning the room. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he is. I don't see him. He's like, I'm going to go in with the plan. Mudbug, you get the rest of them. Fresh, keep an, fresh, keep an eye out. We're going to keep going with the plan regardless of where that, that idiot is. Aggie, I want you to make a dexterity roll against each other. 21. Okay. Uh, with a 21, the guy with the bag on his shoulder tries to run back towards the split in the hallway. And... I stick out my foot and trip him. All right. Um, <laughs> so you can make an opportunity attack against him, yeah. Got an 11. That does not hit. You stick your foot can out. I do my second luck point of three and re-roll that. Oh, goddamn, yeah. You get three a day? Three a day. Mm. Uh, that's a 16. <laughs> Man, lucky is a good feat, huh? Sure is. So do you want to trip him or do you want to you want to hurt him? I want to trip him nastily so that he <laughs> knocks himself out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you two choices. You can do damage to him or you can knock him prone. Let's knock him prone so all the baddies are within our kind of sidelines. Okay. Uh, so as he's as guys holding the bag over his shoulder, uh, you trip him and you knock him on his ass. Yeah. He's like, what? What is happening? We're just trying to get we're just trying to get in here and do our job. The uh, the guy reaches into his bag and takes out what looks like a laser gun. He shoots it at you. What is your AC? Fifteen. Well, I rolled a nine. So he takes out the laser gun and he shoots it at you. And it's just like this viscous green ooze comes out of the gun and it goes, it wings past your left shoulder. And there's just like this green, nasty slime kind of on the ground next to you. The hell is that? Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it's supposed to hurt you. They have a nice carpet in here. What are you doing? And now the carpet, it's just like bubbling under the slime. Ugh, it's gross. pretty nasty. The guy in the jetpack takes out a little laser gun and just kind of like threatens at everybody while he's trying to be stable on the jetpack. He's like, if anybody moves, I got you. So he's going to hold his action for that. And Mudbug, the guy with the shield, is going to take out another just empty bag and just start taking stuff and putting it in the bag. Love to see them steal an armchair. <laughs> how, how little Free gun. Get out. Okay. <laughs> It's just, it's just a little, little hand-sized gun. Little, little, hand gun. Little, little hand-sized laser like gun. It's a very small one from uh, Men in Black. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> sure. Uh, Milo, it is now your turn. Okay. Uh, Milo is caught off guard. Uh, he's going <laughs> to drop down to his knees so he's underneath the chairs. And he's going to go, shit, 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 shit. Tuna, Tuna, I need you. And I'm going to cast Wild Companion to summon Tuna. Sure. Tuna pops up in front of you and be like, Hey, what's going on? I was sleeping. Look around. I don't know exactly what's happening, but Tuna, I'm scared. And you know what happens if I'm scared. So I need you. What I need from you is to eat this treat and then put a stop to this, please. What am I supposed What am I really supposed to do? I'm a cat. Uh, do you so, want me to jump on someone? What am I supposed to do? So when I give Tuna the treat, I'm casting Shillelagh, which is a bonus action. I just, yeah. the, the name Shillelagh is silly. <laughs> so I'm going to do a treat from now. Amanda, the Irish person. I'm going to cast a treat, hey, cast a treat on you. My history, my heritage, Brandon. <laughs> um, and what that does is for the duration of the spell, I get to use my spellcasting ability instead of strength or dexterity for the attack and damage rolls. And the weapon's damage becomes a D8 instead of Tuna's normal 
cat stats. Yeah, his cat stats. <laughs> uh, one D one slashing damage. Oh, okay, good. No. <laughs> nice. Mm, one okay, D go. one. Milo's like, eat the treat, eat the treat. You know what to do. Please help. Otherwise, you know what's gonna happen. And we'd happen before. It's never happened to anybody else in the room. So please help figure this out. Okay. I'll do it. Ooh, I'm gonna treat. be here. Ooh, a treat. <laughs> And Tuna's gonna eat the treat. So go, there's a guy up in the air. Go, go take him down. Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, this is the other guy's turn. So the one who doesn't have the weapon, who's also running in. Mud bug. Crawdad. Crawdad got disoriented after Aggie came and threatened him. So now he's trying to run by Aggie as well. Aggie, make a dexterity throw to see if you can stop him. 11. Yeah, you catch him, so you can make an opportunity attack as he tries to run by you. Let's do it. Get his other shoulder. 14 plus 5. Yeah, that hits. All right. I got a 5 plus 3 for 8 points of damage. God, you were just messing up Crawdad's day. He's like, oh, it's a lady from before. Oh, no. Uh, but he runs by you, and now he's going to go in to the auction room and be like, oh, hey, guys, sorry, I got held up by this lady. There's a terrible lady outside. I do not like her. And he's going to go help Mudbug put stuff into a sack. How's he looking, like, constitutionalized? You have been beating him up a little bit. Like, he he looks pretty bad. Okay. All right, it is now uh, Val's turn. How far are these guys from me? What is your speed? Uh, 30. If you want to, like, get up all in their biz, you can cross the room if you would like. With 30? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go into a rage. Great. Yay! Uh, which, for Val... Val is just frustrated as hell, be like, I was just about to get the fucking chair. <laughs> and then starts vibrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just like streaks across the room and is going to smack him with a briefcase, smack him with a briefcase, smack him with a briefcase. I actually do like the idea of just hitting him with the briefcase because it's the first thing that comes to their mind. All right, who who are you hitting? So there's um, Crawdad, who doesn't have a weapon. There's Mudbug, who does have a weapon. And there's the guy uh, flying around. Let's go with Crawdad. All right. Just take care of one He's just, guy, just taking care of Crawdad. Taking care of Crawdad every day. Taking care of Crawdad and working overtime. Okay, so it's a 19, plus I'm in a rage, so it is plus... Three. Yeah, so you got him. Yeah, you okay, got him. Cool, cool, cool. You sure that hits? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure. What are my stats with the bag of stuff that I have? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> it's just your regular damage. Okay. If it doesn't give you any penalty, uh, remember, the bag is also strangely heavy. So if you want to do something about that, right. you uh, Maybe, can Maybe, I don't know, an extra d4 of damage or something. I don't know. All right, so it's 1d6 plus my strength. Mm-hmm. So it's a 1 plus 3. Plus an additional two, so that is five. Wonderful, you do five damage. Yeah, <laughs> I just like that you smack him with, this, with the briefcase. But like, everyone hates me, I don't know why. I wanted to get home early. Uh, at this point, the guy in the jetpack uh, be like, hey, I told you to, I oh. told you to stay. So uh, they're gonna attack you. Fine, I'm glad I didn't reckless attack them. Well, that's an eight. Yep, nope, not gonna That hit. does not hit. <laughs> so they're still very unstable on the jetpack, and they're like, whoa, whoa, and they do a barrel roll, and their uh, laser shot just goes ping, 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 and shoots all over the room. That's a nice plaster ceiling. Aggie is now, we're back around, is now your turn. Okay, I like where uh, this spiky-shouldered person's head is at taking care of the the one who is almost nearly down. So I'm going to uh, once again, go ahead and try to knock with the end of the spear, Crawdad's head. Okay. 
I've got 19 plus 5 for 24. Alright, that hits. Got a 2 plus 3, 5 damage. Alright. And I'll do my extra unarmed strike as well, giving him just a just a punch to the face, please. <laughs> oh no. What a day. Got a oh another 24 attack roll. That Jesus, hits. monk. And then I got a D4 plus 3. So one plus three, four damage. All right, another four damage. Man, you guys are just wailing on Crawdad. He's like, oh, everyone else are doing crimes? Why is this just me? Because you're the weakest. <laughs> All right, it is now uh, Mudbug's turn and the winged guy. The winged guy is going to- um, I gotta know his name, please. Oh, the, his name is Fresh. Fresh. So, so then who has the shield and the electric stick? Uh, Mudbug has an electric stick. Crawdag does not have an electric stick. Who has stick. the shield? They both have shields. Oh, okay. Uh, while Fresh has just a jetpack. Okay, because we're missing that a fourth guy who you said has a shield and an electric Crawdad, stick. Crawdag, Mudbug, Fresh. So Yabby is the one yeah, running. Is the one, they're the Yabby. one. They're the one running towards the vault. Gotcha. So they're they're pissed that you're you're getting at them. Uh, Mudbug is gonna swing on. Val, and they have advantage because they're together. It makes it easier for them to swing, and that was non-natural 20. And that hits four. Five piercing damage to you. So that's halved because I have range yep. resistance. Oh, nice. So, so is that two or three? Two. Cool. You lucky bastard. Thank you. Uh, like, hey, nobody messes with my with my pal like that. We're mountain lobsters together. Uh, the flying... Jawoke is going to fire at Aggie. I hope he says, like, that's fresh or fresh direct. Fresh to death. And then he fires at you. Um, that is a uh, 17. That hits. Okay. Uh, that does six damage. All right. And then uh, you don't see Yabby, who is doing something else, running, running a different way. Dang. Uh, <laughs> it is now Milo's turn. So Yabby is doing something else in the other direction. Can you give me a status report on the other three? Uh, yeah, so uh, the one is flying and just shooting down at Aggie. Crawdad, the one without a weapon, is just getting the shit kicked out of him by uh, Val and Aggie. And uh, Mudbug has stopped putting stuff in a sack to uh, swing on Val to try to help out. Okay. So two things to note of. I have a, a, a feature called Symbiotic Entity, which means at second level, I gain the ability to channel, channel magic into spirits that infuse me. So that's sort of what I'm doing with I, when I feed Tuna the treat. Um, I awaken spirits rather than transform into a druid animal. And when I do that, I get three temporary hit points per level, and the damage of my Halo of Spirits feature doubles, and my melee weapon attacks deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage. Nice. So what does this look like when you go ghost, to use a Danny Phantom oh uh, phrase? Yeah, I don't think I like, in terms of like metagaming, I don't think at this low level I, I have like a, a visible change, but it feels like a warm bath starting from my toes and going all the way up to my head. Nice. <laughs> and the same thing happens to Tuna. And I think as the warmth raises up from their toes, their eyes also change the same color into this like emerald green. Both you and Tune? Both me and Tune. And so that means um, also for Halo Spirits, on a reaction I get to deal uh, now six necrotic damage automatically. Anyway, back to my (laughs) actual movement. I'm gonna say Tuna, Tuna, all right, you, me, you, me, let's go. And I'm gonna crawl on the floor behind Tuna as Tuna (laughs) tries to go towards let's say the jetpack guy mm-hmm. and attack 
this bad guy who I, ew, I forgot their name. This is fresh. Fresh. You can knock him be so like fresh that. after I attack him, huh? Nice. Got him. So I'm going to use my d20 to roll a spell attack. Uh, 18 plus 5 for 23. Yeah. Okay, that hits. Okay, we so love our 8s and 18s here. <laughs> so that means I get 1d8 plus 1d6 necrotic damage. Sick. Okay, so that I rolled a 6 total plus 5 of my spell attacks, so that's 11 damage. <laughs> Alright, so you run over to this guy in a jetpack, and what, what? how do you swing your cat on him? I think uh, Tuna and I have uh, practiced this uh, many times uh, in front of a mirror. You're not getting your deposit back on your place? Absolutely not, no. no. Um, and so I sort of just like hold Tuna's butt and then fling him up. And then he goes, <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and then they claw at the jetpack itself, I think. That's very good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tuna, and Tuna has these ghostly claws that are much longer than a cat should oh. and just out of nowhere, this cat jumps on this person's face, claws at them, and like gets in the jetpack, and the jetpack starts to malfunction. And they go, and he just slams into the wall and slumps down. Hell yeah, too no! Alright, yeah, you took that you took that, that dude down. This is now Crawdad's turn. Who's How's just, Crawdad not down? He you've heard him a lot. He has a shield, so you've just been hitting him so much that he's trying to hold up the shield as much <laughs> as possible. He uh, uses his action to disengage, and he runs over and grabs. There's a sign. I want all three of you to make a perception check. Eleven. That's Tw- a two. Twenty-one. Oh, sorry, it's an eighteen. Oh, how did you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine because one of you rolled really well. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's an 18. All right, it's an 18. So Val and Milo, you see that Crawdad disengages, runs away, and grabs a sign. And on the sign is like this old style sign for an ice cream store. Moss, Moss. And he grabs it and he starts to run away with it. <gasps> So he's now running around, trying to like run around everybody and using all of his speed to kind of do like an end, an end run to get to the emergency exit uh, that Aggie had used before. Seems efficient. Uh, it is now Val's turn. Can I uh, still hit him with my speed of 30? Can I get him? If you run over to him, you can hit him. All right, cool. So yeah, I'm going to reckless attack him. Woo! So I get advantage on a melee weapon attack. Hell yeah. Glad I did that. <laughs> All right, that's still not great, but it is eight plus five, which is 13, plus an additional two because I'm raging, so 15. Yeah, 15 hits exactly, yes. Yay. Awesome. So you're gonna hit Crawdad. Boom. So that is a six plus five, so that's 11. Yeah. And then I'm going to use my Battle Rager armor as yeah. my bonus action, which means I now get to deal a uh, 1d4 my strength modifier. Hell yeah, dude. Heck yeah. All right, so that's a one, but it's plus three. How do you take him down? <laughs> Crawdad's running with this wooden sign that he's holding. He's like, I got it! I got Val it! just barrels into him like a football player. <laughs> yeah! And just like, as they're coming down together, just brings the bag down and whacks him in the head with it. Yeah! That's amazing. I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
that great at this. Hold on. Alright, it's an 11 plus 1. So a 12. Oh, with a 12. Okay, the sign kind of falls over with a thud, uh-huh. and luckily you did not hurt the sign. Oh, the sign God. is fine. The sign's fine. The city's not going to sue me for a bunch of money. That's true. Awesome. All right. More importantly, Ma won't send uh, her grandsons after you. Yeah, no. That would, that would be bad. Alright, we are coming back around to Aggie. You are standing near the front. Yabby has Yabby's run down the hallway. Away. Got it. Away, but Mudbug is the one who you're scrapping with. Okay, so now that two of the three in this room are down, I mm-hmm. feel okay leaving. So I'm going to run down the other fork of the hallway to try to catch Yabby. Okay, uh, Mudbug's going to make an opportunity attack against you. 17. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Oh, great. That is a six points of damage. Doing okay over there, buddy? That's 12. Ooh, that's not great. You know me. Uh, so you're going to run down the hallway to Yabby? Yes. Okay, cool. Make an investigation check. Uh, 17 plus 2. Okay, 19. Yeah, you see uh, over at the vault, this is down a, a longer hallway, but now Yabby is set with some sort of computer with a bunch of wires plugged into the vault and is like tapping uh, on, on the computer and being like, come on, come on, let's go, come on. I'm going to attack the computer. I'm going to attempt to stab the computer. Um, you are too far away to do a melee attack. But if you want to throw something at the computer. Throw the spear. Throw the spear. Throw the spear. Yeah, let's do it. Throw the spear. All right. So just use the same stats, but now it's a ranged attack. All right. So I have 10 plus 5 to hit. For the 15. What is a computer's AC? Less than 15. 15. Um, So 15. The AC for 15 is bone. Like something made out of bone or wood. It's less hard than a bone. I would say that it's more, it's definitely more damage than bone. Uh, Its HP is 10, so you have to do 10 points of damage to break the computer. You got this. Nope, that's a one plus three for four. I think it's definitely distracting. And Yabby's like, oh, oh shit, and then hitting it. I also want you to think about what it looks like for uh, someone to be hunched over a computer while wearing a shrimp mask. It's very funny, and so is the spear that went clean through the screen. So I think the whole right side of the screen just can't see things there. That's definitely, I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll definitely take that. Uh, so he'll have more trouble doing his next roll. So this is now Shield Boy, the Winged Boy is down, so this is now just Mudbug by himself. I think Mudbug is going to disengage and go over and grab the sign, and I'm gonna roll for Athletics for Dash. Now it's an opportunity attack, right? Oh, you get the opportunity attack against him. It's a 15 plus 3, so 18. Okay, that hits. Cool. It's a 6 plus 4, so that's a 10, and I'm going to do battle armor too. Nice. And that's an additional 2 plus an additional 3, so it's 15 damage. Hey! (laughs) Oh my god! This guy tries to run past you, and he tries to hold his shield up, and you still body check him like you're a (laughs) hockey player. Yeah, you do the damage, but he still leans down, scoops up the sign, and is going to use his action to dash, and he's, like, at the emergency exit. That's fine. I'll take, I'll take him down. as he leaves Val's reach, do they also get an opportunity attack? Uh, no. <laughs> Val gets one opportunity That's attack. Fine. I'll deal with that. Yeah. This is now uh, Yabby's turn, the inventor, and he is going to have a harder time to do the thing he's going to try to do. 
Yeah, uh, he slams on his computer a little bit. He's like, come on, come on. And he hits in the code, he hits enter, and the wires are attached to the door. And it just kind of goes, ka-chunk. And the vault door swings open. And it's like, yes. And he runs inside. And he is now outside of your field of vision from the outside of the vault. Get him, Aggie, get him. To my knowledge, there is no back exit to a vault. So hopefully I can still get him on the way out. That is 100% 100 true. It is now Milo's turn. Okay. Milo and uh, Tuna are doing the secret handshake they do when they have a uh, successful... Um, <laughs> just <laughs> just pause, pause up, pause, pause everywhere. Everything. Yes, 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 we are the best, yes! And then um, from sort of the center of his body, Milo feels all the warmth sort of like collect. And then Milo's like, oh no, oh no, oh no, here we go. And then uh, um, from out of his body, you sort of see like the shadow of another person's body exit his body and then sort of dissolve. And I'm going to cast Entangle towards Mudbug. And grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground into an area with difficult terrain. A creature in the area when I cast a spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. What am I trying to beat? Uh, spell save DC is 13. I rolled an eight, so I, I, yeah. done, I done fucked up. So what, what happens to Mudbug? So Mudbug is entangled in these like grasping thorny vines and weeds that come from the ground. How is this in it? We're in a bank. This I'm sorry. Sense. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh God. I don't think you'll, I think it'll be okay. He's restrained. He's restrained. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you can do it every, on every turn. Uh, you can use your action to make a strength check against this, my spell save DC. And if you succeed, you can free yourself. Great. I was just doing a roll to see if some other guys stood up, but they were very down at the moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're going to do Milo's feet. Milo has kind of a wild magic situation. We I gave uh, Milo plus one to one of his stats, and he also has a wild magic table. So we're going to use a house rule uh, that I, we called it Spirit Surge stacks. Is, um, so ordinarily you would just roll a one on a wild magic roll. But if Brandon does not roll a one on this, which invokes the spirit surge table, uh, and then something wild happens, it's gonna stack, so then later it's gonna be one, two, and then one, two, three. I see. So right now, roll a d20, and if you get a one, you get a spirit surge. 13. That is not a one. All right, you are still good. Next time you are gonna roll, and it's gonna be one or a two. All right, um, this is now uh, Val's turn. So Val just watched a dude get wrapped up in vines yeah. that they were wailing on two minutes ago. Yeah. So, but Lake Town City, baby. Val is also in a rage, so Val does not care, and Val is just going to bring the heavy bag down on this dude again. Okay, it's a 15 plus 5, so it's a non-natural 20. Hot damn, yeah, you got him. All right, and then I'm going to also use the Battle Rage armor with my attack. So. Nice. Three plus five, so that's an eight, plus four plus two, which is six, so 14 damage. Dang. 11, so not gonna add the battle. That one does not hit, yes. Okay, but he's still taking eight points of damage. Great. All right, yeah, (laughs) you just hit hit Mudbug with the suitcase. He's like, why is all of this happening? Why are you trying to steal shit? (laughs) 
You know, I have reasons. We all need us to steal things. I have reasons. Yeah, listen, I have we all reasons. steal things from time to time, but like, you know. No, you don't know. We're not. No, you can't. You can't relate to me. No, I don't like that at all. All right, Aggie, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to run forward into the vault and try to take this guy down. All right. 13 plus 5 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> and I am going to pick up my spear from where it laid in the computer. Like, I grab my spear on my way in mm. and spear him again. Uh, 1 plus 3 for 4 damage. Ouch. But going to take my unarmed strike as well. No, I, I'm bookish. Don't hurt me. <laughs> I'm the computer guy. In his face. No, I'm the computer guy. Uh, 11 to hit. That one does not hit. I think you were too busy trying to punch him in the face. <laughs> you concentrated too much on it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and use another key point. Dang. <laughs> 12 plus 5. That one hits. Great. So then... No, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses. Would you? Three plus three, six points of damage additional. Ouch! Why? <laughs> yeah, he's looking back. He, this is the bookish one. You are just hurting him so much. Good. Yabby says, hey, hey, we're in the vault. You just take some of this stuff. Look at all the, there's gold and cash everywhere. Just take that. You don't have to beat me up. Just take it. Why are you even here? Reasons. I have reasons. So I have reasons for stopping you. Yeah, so just take the cash. We all no, have reasons, why are you stopping? Are you the police? Are you kind police? Of, kind of. No, you're not. You're not police. If you had a badge, you'd be police. If you were police and I ask you, you have to tell me or it's entrapment. Listen, I learned that on Reddit. In an ideal society, police are here to, pr to protect people, and I am here explicitly to protect this town. So, you know, my word is law. Okay. I mean, you could just, just take the... Okay, fine, but like, just take the cash. You can be a dirty cop. You want to be a cop? Just take the take the money. Be a dirty cop. What do you want it for? Can I can I help you? What do you for need? For stuff. I don't have to tell you. You're not my mom. People lash out when they are hurt. Can I help you? No, you hurt me. That was you doing the hurting. All right. <laughs> he got right. you there. Sick. All right. I want the two people in the auction area yeah, to make perception checks. Let me some perception. I'm gonna perceive it up. I got a 14 total. Hot damn. It's a three. Oh, oh no. Uh, Milo, you hear the revving of a motorcycle engine, and it's loud. Is it, it is coming towards me, or is it, it is it coming slow. It is, first, it's low, but then it's coming slowly towards you. Oh no. And you hear, and up the stairs. Uh, it takes a hard right and it's coming right towards the auction area. And you see that there is a hunched over, like a Tron style motorbike, is a figure dressed all in black with a chrome motorcycle helmet. What well, kind of looks like shoulder pads, and it's like they've been sanded down so they're a little more sleek and they've been painted chrome with chrome spray paint and holding a reflective mirror shield. Just is this person leaning over this thing and just deftly maneuvering the motorcycle down this hallway. They skid by you and say, Citizen, is everything okay? What seems to be the problem? Hey, it's Amanda. I am more grateful than ever these days for the little things, especially the small, beautiful stuff that I use every day around the house. A glass salt cellar next to my stove, my garage sale watering can, 
the old chair that's serving as my nightstand, eight months after moving to my new apartment. We hope Join the Party is one of those small, nice things for you. So welcome to the mid-roll. It's vintage. First, thank you to everybody who has joined our Patreon in the last couple weeks. Esai, Desmond, Nora, Phoebe, Georgia, Kathleen, Chris, Ariel, Sarah, Hennig, Jessica, Snape, Xavier, Mandy, and Jasmine. You're probably hearing us say this a lot on all the Multitude podcasts, but we're truly grateful for each and every person who supports us on Patreon. You literally make it possible for this to be our jobs, and we could not do it without you. We are so stoked about the new campaign, and we have a ton of bloopers and bonus content to share. So go ahead and join us at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. For all of that bonus content, physical gifts in the mail, and of course, access to our hip-hoppin' patron-only Discord, join today at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Have you seen the Lake Town City map that friend of the show Squared drew? Well, you can buy it as a poster, but now you can also have it as a wallpaper for your phone or computer. We're selling a phone and desktop wallpaper bundle as well as the full Campaign 1 soundtrack and the Campaign 2 theme song over at our merch store. Brandon wrote more than 60 pieces of music for Campaign 1, as well as over 40 sound effects and atmospheric tracks. Now you can download this DIY D&D sound kit for use in your own home games, or just to have in your headphones as you go about your day. It's a truly astonishing and kind of sickening amount of music, so whether you're looking for that Lake Town City wallpaper bundle, the full Campaign 1 soundtrack, the Campaign 1 or 2 theme songs, or the D&D DIY kit head over to jointhepartypod.com slash merch. That's jointhepartypod.com slash merch. We are sponsored this week by Dungeon Crate, a monthly RPG subscription box designed to enhance your tabletop experience. We got a box last week with some dice in it, and as soon as I picked it up, I heard the dice rattling, and I was like, oh my god, dice in the mail. It's just, it's the best feeling. There are metal coins for gameplay, tabletop terrain, minis, pins, patches, buttons, of course, dice, and even some original encounters that can be played in any campaign setting. So make sure you check out DungeonCrate.com and claim your $5 discount on new subscriptions with the code JOINTHEPARTYDC. We are also sponsored by GC2B. This is the original chest binder designed by trans people for the community. GC2B is a gender and identity-affirming apparel company started in 2014 by Marley Washington, a trans man of color, whose goal was to create something safe, accessible, and comfortable for people of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Their binders are available in several styles and lengths, five nude shades, as well as seven other colors, so there really is something for everyone. And they even have two shipping warehouses to try to serve the entire globe, one in the U.S. and one in the U.K., which you can access at gc2b.io. From their sizing support to donating binders to people in need every year, this is truly a company that deserves your support. For 10% off your order on gc2b.co, use the code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. That's gc2b.co. Finally, we are sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. We recently made minis for the Campaign 2 characters, and it was so fun. In our Slack, Julia was like, you realize that a pizza box is an accessory, right? So Val is fully carrying a pizza box. It's incredible. We love our minis, and we know you'll love yours as well. So visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today, and check back often because new content is added every week. That's HeroForge.com. And now, let's get back to the show. (laughs) 
Um, uh, no, everything is not okay. Um, first of all, who are you? Second of all, there's some people trying to steal some stuff, and I'm trying to stop them, and I did stop one of them. And I think that person over there that's huge and wearing uh, some sort of spike also stopped one, and there was some sort of, like, large gluk over in that direction. I don't know exactly what's happening. This is not my cat. I don't know where they came from either. <laughs> what cat? <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know why I said that's so funny. Oh, my God. Alright, who's the bad guy? Point me in the direction of the bad guy. Uh, there's one wrapped up in vines there, and there's one towards the vault, and, um, there were four total, I don't know, uh, I don't know exactly what the other ones are. They're laying around groaning like the shrimp that they are. <laughs> it's the dudes in the shrimp masks. Also, yeah. who are you? Maybe, maybe tell me who you are? They speed away. Okay, bye! And they, uh, pull out what kind of looks like a billy club, and on their motorcycle, like, drives through the grasping vines and just smacks Mudbug. Oh, wow, I didn't know you were going to do that. Oh, my God. Uh, and they take a bunch of damage. Oh, no. Like, everything is moving. Is like, even when they stopped a little bit to talk to you, it still was, like, moving a little bit, and they were doing, like, rings around you to keep momentum. Aww. And then they sped and just smack, smacked Mudbug and uh, are... Like just keeping survey and riding around. Is Mudbug still up? Uh, he looks pretty fucked up, but he, he's just like, what? what? Why is all this happening? Are you all police? Why is everyone police? It is now uh, Yabby's turn, and Yabby says, "Hey, I one chance. Just let me go. I got stuff. You don't know the people I know. Just one last chance. Let me go." Tell me why you're here. We need the cash. We want the stuff you need to use nouns that aren't st stuff. Uh, we want the cash uh, for our endeavors, and that's our sign, so we're taking it back. What sign? The, um, uh, the ice cream shop sign, that's ours. Are you from Moz? I'm sorry to hear about your financial troubles. Yeah, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you know things like that? Man, I'm just I'm just plugged into the to the to the network, man. If you have problems, I can help you. Come hey, on. you don't know. You're not from Historic Laketon. You don't know that stuff. You don't know us. You're just a fancy person hanging out downtown. This is our shit. Did you not hear? I'm O'Hare of the Lake Town O'Hares. O'Hare. Oh, the custodian. Oh yeah, what have you been doing? You've been doing uh, things down at the museum? You've been giving tours? Yeah, I see all the help you've been doing with the uh, city government. Thanks for that. And Flip make a fist and rear back. <laughs> um, all right, so. He reaches into the bag and he pulls out a jar of look like little mechanical hornets. Oh, delicious. Just like bouncing around in there, you look angry, and he throws it at your face. Uh, I'm gonna make an attack roll. Don't eat him, that's mm -hmm. bad. Okay, he misses you, but I'm gonna make a roll to see if the jar explodes. <laughs> Ooh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, so he throws the jar of these like robotic wasps at you and the jar breaks. And now there's just like these mechanical wasps that are angrily flying everywhere. Listen, we have black fly season two months a year. I'm used to this, this is fine. But can I roll either investigation or history and see if I know this person? Sure, why don't you make a history check? Uh, 14. Even with a 14, I would say the fact that he doesn't have a lot of stuff on him because he has been outfitted for the bank robbery and he does have the mask on, but he already revealed to you that he is uh, associated with Maz and he is from uh, Lakedon. He knows who you are. Right. If he knows who you are enough that he has an opinion about you, that kind of narrows the pool pretty nicely. Okay. All that happens, now the wasps are now out and about. I'm going to roll initiative for the wasps. 
the wasps are gonna attack last because <laughs> the wasps, the wasps are slow and confused. The While the wasps are distracting you, he tries to shove more cash and gold into his back. It is now uh, Milo's turn again. What's the status of everyone? Two of them are down. Mud, mud bug is stuck in Val, and this person on the motorcycle is on there. Okay. So at this point, Milo is, uh, let's say, overwhelmed. Sure. Um, and so I think um, I start feeling that same feeling of the uh, warmth in my body sort of like congeal into one spot. And I think Tuna looks at me because they're feeling the same thing. And we close our eyes because we know it's about to happen. And we cast Thunder Wave. Oh, um, no. Which is a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from under me. Each creature within a 15-foot cube originating must make a constitution saving throw. All right, so that is going to be both Mudbug and Val and the motorcycle person. Great. Oh, nat 20. Whoa. Both the people I'm controlling take full damage. Okay, so if you've got a successful save, Julia, you take half damage and you aren't pushed down. Thanks. Anyone who doesn't takes full damage and unsecured objects are pushed 10 feet away. Oh, sweet. Um, and also, an audible thunderous boom uh, extends 300 feet. <laughs> Citizen, what are you doing? What is that? So I rolled nine damage for everyone. All right. So I take half of that, so it's four. Yeah. And uh, Milo says, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, I did not mean to. Um, well, I mean, like, necessarily a bad thing if, if that stops everyone else. But, like, um, hey, uh... Person, Spike Jacket, you cool? <laughs> Great. Uh, Robocop. Is Robocop on the ground? They have to make a roll to stay on the uh, motorcycle. Yeah, they're good. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, this thunder, so this thunder wave like reverberates from your body and knocks all these people backwards. And... Mudbug is just, there's a lot of stuff happening to him today, but he is looking very bad, but he is not down. Um, the motorcycle, like, hops, like, f- five feet, but they still maneuver themselves, so they're on the bike, and the bike, like, throws its kickstand down to uh, hold, hold them down. Gotcha. That was irresponsible! I'm sorry, I don't know! And if you were to listen closely at the boom, at the very tail end, you can hear little ghost be whispers. <laughs> it goes, pss, pss, pss. <laughs> I like that you do this and it goes pss, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, roll uh, d- uh, for your surge my man it's like a thunderclap with a little secret at the end don't like that that's a seven yeah. alright you're fine so that's gonna go up to three next time it is now uh, Mudbug's turn they rolled a nat 20 oh nice oh. Um, so they broke free of the grasping vibes and they just book it they immediately kick the emergency exit out, so they're gonna uh, run, <laughs> run out the door and then start running out onto the street with the sign under their arm, and they take out a walkie-talkie and be like, go, we got it, go, let's get out of here, go, 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 go. Um, uh, are you seeing this, new friend? I got it. Okay, Valid, it's now your turn. I'm chase You're just gonna him chase him yeah. and take him down? Yeah. Oh my God. If I had to pay for my stuff, <laughs> they have to pay for their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> That's a 12 plus 5, 17. Yeah, that does, that's it. All right. That is 6 plus 4, 10. 
Am I going to take that bonus action? Okay, so what does it look like when you take Mudbug? He has had a time. All of these people have had a time. Listen, they incited this crime. We were having a nice auction for charity. Again, I think it's one of these things where Val is vibrating, where it, they just look out of focus when you look at them, right? Mm -hmm. And I imagine that Mudbug gets all the way down the stairs to the street, and <laughs> Val just launches themselves off of the top step and just like hurls into them. <laughs> you just spear yeah, yourself? Just spear it. Oh no. Just Tuna impressed by this. Tuna's like, I mean, best day I've had in, few, in a while. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. This is so much better than the dumb stuff you put on TV. Wow, Rue. Okay, we can do this now. Lizard, we're gonna, we're gonna watch Star Trek again. We're gonna do this now here, right we're now. We're gonna start in the middle of this. I we're will. gonna do this now. And then Tuna flops <laughs> in the air and exposes their belly. <laughs> Mel just picks up the sign and is like, hell yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. All nice. Right. All right. Uh, it is now the wasp's turn, and the wasps are going to attack everything in the area. So they're going to attack Aggie. That is a 22. Yeah. Uh, and then it's going to do 44. 44. Uh, you oh, get yeah. eight points of damage from the wasps. Cool. That's a four. Not that bad. Uh, the wasps are still hanging out. It is so overwhelming. Aggie is going to retreat out of the vault and then slam the door closed. Ooh, okay. I like that choice. How do you want to get out of there? Yeah, Aggie's going to do a back handspring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. A 13 plus 3 for a 16. Okay. Uh, you 16, you're able to avoid the wasps and you do a back handspring out of the vault. One of Aggie's siblings is an Olympic swimmer, so lots Obviously. of time in athletic centers. Sure, can... sure, sure. And I'm going to swing the door closed. Yeah, make a strength roll. Or athletics roll. God, can you imagine the poor curator that's going to open this vault? Well, that's only a five. Okay. Um, okay, door won't close, but I could still punch the attacker in the face through the gap. So I'm going to use my last key point and do two unarmed strikes. Fair and valid. <laughs> okay. Doors can't hold back first. Right. Four plus five does not hit. Probably uh, three plus five. Both don't hit. Jeez, nope. <laughs> like not like hit. a cat trying to like get huh. through a door. It's because there are wasps look. there, and the wasps are just All like, right. hey, don't don't mess around. Very well. All right. I'm okay. still going to stay outside the door, so if, if this person tries to escape, they do have to run past me. Right. It is the motorcycle person's turn, and they rev up their motorcycle mm -hmm. and are going to go speed now towards the vault. Aggie... You see a person on a motorcycle with a chrome helmet just are going is going full speed at you. So the door didn't move. The door is still open. No, the door is still open. Yeah, I put my back against the wall. Stand aside. Okay, <laughs> they they can't get into the vault yet. But I like the idea that you just look it up and then it's like scream. Uh, hi there. I need some help disarming this person. You look like a, a good guy. Citizen, where is the bad guy? Right inside. All right. Why are there wasps in here? Don't worry about it. it looks like you have a helmet. I hate it. Uh, all right. Let's see if this good. Probably not actually a robot if they dislike wasps. That's all I'm saying. Huh. Mm -hmm. All right. Yabby is going to do. Who would have thought Yabby would have been the hardest person to take down? Not I. Uh, this guy's put in a real pickle here. I think the only thing he's going to try to run. And I think that both the motorcycle person and Aggie are gonna, uh, I don't know what else to do. No, that makes sense. I got a uh, 21 to hit. 
Yeah, <laughs> do damage. All right, try to strike him with my spear. I got an eight plus three for an 11. <laughs> all right. Fucking so finally. Down. So he's, <laughs> he flicks around on all sides. It's like, oh no, with his bag of everything on his shoulder. It tries to run through, puts his hands up to block the wasps, and you just like smack him in the face with your just spear. Just to knock him out, just to knock him out. Okay, all the bank robbers are down. Yay! You did it! Yay! Right, all right, so we are now out of initiative. Uh, so yeah, everybody's down. All the people around are very confused and overwhelmed by what's happening. The uh, person on the motorcycle turns to Aggie and says, Hey, great shot! Uh, no offense, but I haven't seen you around. Who are you? Uh, I'm the defender of Lake Town City. Oh, hey, when they need me, when they need me, I'm there. I reflect what society does back onto them to show them they're better than they are. I am the Knight of Mirrors. With a K. Yeah. Cool. Scream! And they pull and they, they peel out on their Tron motorcycle. And go, Come visit me at the museum. I'm in the caretaker's cottage. And the motorcycle draws down the stairs and peels away down the street. Well, that was disorienting. And I uh, I walk toward the lobby to find some kind of police presence, hopefully. And then the police show up, okay. and they all go like, oh, 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 oh. woo, 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 and the police are there. I want to make sure they can secure all the valuables, but then I do, of course, want to go back to the auditorium to check on how stuff is going. Mm-hmm. I was just walking back inside with the big mod sign. Yeah. I would ask all three of you, do you want to be there when the police show up? I just want my fucking chair. Yeah. Someone take this damn bag off me. I just want my chair. Yeah, you two have to finish your stuff, and I, I'm going to stick around until everything's resolved. Mm-hmm. So I want to figure out what happened. Okay. I turn to Tuna. I say, Tuna, shit's weird enough already. Go away for a little bit. Well, you know, here's the thing about being invisible is that I can kind of just, like, peace out. Yeah, but the but, eyes. Look at the eyes. No, I know. They just think you have cool green eyes. What is weird, though, is people did see a ghost come out of your body. I was hoping you would disguise that in some way, but it turns out you did not. Mm, shit. Bye! <laughs> Just jumps jumps away. Uh, and then I walk out from behind the rows of chairs with my hands up. I'm going to say make a stealth roll. I want to see how many people saw the literal ghosts come out of your body. Can I roll perception? Because I'm pretty sure I saw it. Aggie, make a perception check as well to see if you saw that. It's a 19. Okay. Damn. An 8. I mean, I wasn't there, to be fair. I, I love the idea of, of Milo raising his hands as Val's walking back into the room, and they're just like, come on, dude, be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got four. Apparently, everyone saw it, including Aggie. Wait, who's oh. in this room, though? Because, like, wouldn't people have cleared out? I think a lot of people did get blinded by the flashbang, and they are regular people, but I yeah. will say that, like, with a four... People saw who you didn't want to. So I think that, like, there are some people around who were able to, because it was just, they were all con saves, right? So theoretically, it was a 10, if it's a 50% chance, some people were not blinded by the flashbang. So people did see this happen because you did not hide it at all, including Val and Aggie and the motorcycle person. Yeah, maybe Aggie caught the, like, vestiges of the swamp disappearing or something. Yeah. And it, it like as it returns inside of you. Um, I think um, then it's time for Milo to to bail out. I have this thing called Pass Without a Trace, <laughs> where a veil of shadows and silence radiates from me, masking me and my companions from detection. 
each creature within 30 feet of me has plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and that's, can't be tracked. That's, a, that's oh, a spell, right? It's a spell, yeah. Okay. Uh, make... So as Tuna gives Milo this very valid point, Milo's like, ooh, shit. Ugh. And then um, the warmth starts from his head this time and descends down to his body, to his toes, and as it falls down, uh, he becomes invisible. Please make your uh, your surge uh, roll for me. <laughs> I got a one. Yeah! Oh my god! Let's go! Yes. I still Fuck to, yes! I still need to make a stealth check to leave the room, too. Okay, so make the stealth check to leave the room, then. Okay. That's a 29. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Stealthiest well, lad in the land. This hasn't happened for this exact thing. Um, so he, like, assumes he can't be seen, but just in case, he is, like, stealthily <laughs> back against the wall, just taking step by step out of the room. <laughs> oh no Uh-oh. the worst sound Uh-oh. in the world oh, shit okay <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw 12 plus 5 for 17 right, what is your uh, DC 13 alright 13 okay um Here's what happened. You cast light, you then become just a shadow, right? And as you're walking, you're trying to walk out. But the center of your body, where all of these spirits come out of, it's it seems like it's unstable. You feel, you think the warmth is going through your whole body, but it stays right in your center. And you're it's strange and uncomfortable. Tuna comes back. For a second, and to like, hey, are we are we getting out of here? What are we doing? Are we getting out of here? Tuna, did I forget to take my lactate today? Please tell me I didn't forget to take my lactate today. <laughs> and then the there's like a shadowy hand that reaches out from the middle, which only you and Tuna can see because oh you have your shadow. Oh my god, this is not good. There's oh a shadowy god. hand reaches out and points its finger in like a gun motion oh, at shit. Tuna and shoots it like with a paintball. And it's like a paintball of shadow, and it explodes and envelops Tuna. Tuna! And Tuna, in front of your eyes, transforms into a panther. Oh. And now and now everyone can see Tuna. And because people are running around being like, ah! and screaming and running away from this panther, including both Aggie and Val. Tuna, or the panther that was formerly Tuna, is freaking out and just bats things around, dives at people. Um, Val, Aggie, what do you do? I'm going to grapple the panther. You're going to grapple Tuna? Grapple the panther. All right. Um, it's an eight plus five, so it's a 13. G- give me those panther stats. I know. I'm looking up panther stats. Um, I'm wearing like a pen-shaped necklace, and I'm going to yank the pen out of the chain and send a little blow dart at the panther to try to sedate it. Got 17 to hit. All right, I rolled a 14. Damn it. So 14, <laughs> you try to grapple the panther. See, it just bucks you off. It is prowling around. I think you shoot it with the dart. Five. With five damage. You assume that it was something would happen, but it just ignores it, and it prowls around the room. Do you want to try to put it away? Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, try to dash over to my new panther buddy and, and make them a shadow with me. I 
I got 16. You got a 16? I got a 17. Oh my god. In all the commotion, you try to go over there. I touch the panther, but the panther is overwhelmed by whatever shadow has created it and avoids your touch and bounds at a. Get here now! <laughs> and bounce into the bank area, roars at everyone, and bounce away. Val okay. was like, what is happening? The familiar does disappear after a number of hours equal to half my druid level. So after an hour and a half, they will disappear. Okay. Is this what all auctions are like? No. No, there's not just panthers and like dudes in masks usually. Hey, did everyone see that panther? There was a panther. There's also a jetpack and a, a person on a motorcycle. And is that what they were trying to steal? And I point a down to the panther? sign. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there was a dude, he tried to take it out into the street. There was like two of them that wanted this sign. I don't know what's going on. But you got it back. Yes. Thank you, citizen, for recovering this item. Please don't ever call me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I saw, that, I saw that cop on the motorcycle and it just it really got into my head. Uh, a Maggie, by the way. Val. Cool. Good to meet you. Cool. Um, I'm supposed to have that chair. Can I get my chair and then go? <laughs> oh, you have the winning bid, right? I, no, yeah, of course. Cool. Um, all can, right. I need to find a bank guy who can get this off me. And it holds up the bag with the, <laughs> with the It's really complicated. Um, so, Val, you can go find the, the hookup. Please. If we could do that. And then, uh, Aggie, you can talk. Oh, the police are kind of putting the masked people away if you want to try to talk to them or something. Uh, I think I'm more concerned with just the well-being of other people, like checking to see if anyone's injured. I don't think I would go and talk to the criminals now that the police have them. Okay, cool. So they're putting them away. Uh, now, Val, you're going to go up to the uh, the auctioneer. And he says, oh, well, that was a real uh, a real wild thing. There was one, one enemy, two enemy, three enemy, four enemy. <laughs> the person on a motorcycle going 30, 30 miles for 40 please, miles sir. per hour. And the panther had one claw, two claws. I just want to go home, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you can come back with here and we're going to deal, uh, deal with payment. Okay. And you go over to uh, a room off the side. I like, like to think it's one of those doors that are the wall, but they just like kind of back, sure. <laughs> back as you walk through. And Man, who built this bank? Sneaky bank. The mob. And he goes over desk, rummages through it, and pulls out a key. Is that is that it? Yes. All right. He puts the key in the handcuff lock and unlocks you. So you're now you have your hand back. <laughs> the keys to the handcuffs and not the briefcase? Yeah. I also have has a I also have to assume that I need to bring Dom back the rest of the money. So if you don't mind opening that and giving me my additional two fifty, that would be great. Okay, all right. So he takes it and goes over to chair and he opens it up and Tries a receipt to... of return, please. And thank yes, you. I, yeah, absolutely. I will absolutely do that. That's fine. I'll write it down one time, two times, three times, four times. Sir, time, I really it. need to go home. <laughs> um, it's been a long night. Here's a question: Do you want to look inside the bag? I think I'm going to look when he opens it. Okay, make an investigation check. He is doing it surreptitiously, so I'm going to put a number in my head, which Fuck. is a little higher than usual. 21. No, it's a nine. All right, with a nine, you do not see what's in there. All right. So he takes out, it was intense, so he takes out 25 bills, and he puts it back, and he puts a, a rubber band around it, mm -hmm. and he writes a note down. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're fine. You can, okay. you can, you have your arm back, and you have your two fifty. And, and someone's receipt gonna and deliver the chair to. They'll deliver the chair to the, to, to the um, Toretto house. All right. Yeah. So you're fine. Cool. I'm gonna, All right. I'm gonna go home then. What a what a life. What yeah. a time. Uh, Aggie, person running this whole thing comes up to you and says, "I, you know, this is the most fun I've had at one of these. Not saying a lot, but uh, 
Yep. Thank you. At least it's exciting. Thank you for coming. That was uh, very nice. I know we didn't, we'll have to postpone and we'll do this later, but you will get the money for the uh, historic district. I know how important it is. Um, did, did you see anything that was missing? Did any, did they take anything? Uh, I know you were here the whole time. I mean, someone attempted to rob the safe, but they didn't get away with anything. And as for all the items in here, it seems to me they're all accounted for, but uh, I, I haven't done an inventory. Um, you guys an... came with it, so. Right, right, right. Um, make an investigation check. They are missing one panther. Eight. <laughs> panther. Um, eight. Yeah, seems to you nothing was taken. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like the way that, not that my was job. said. Not my, not my job, not my problem. Not my job, not my problem. I'm saying I knew they were trying to steal the sign, but I don't see a reason to go into that level of detail right That's now. That's true. Um, you get another email to your work address. From the hot reporter. So I spend about half an hour wrapping everything up, give a statement to the police, and then finally, as I'm exiting and taking in that breath of uh, fresh air, finally check my phone. All right. You have another email, and it's continued on the same chain uh, from Tegan. He says, oh, wow, that, uh, pretty exciting. You know, it seems like you're more of a story than I thought. Let's meet up tomorrow. And I reply, working nine to five at the museum, you know where to find me.